Hello, I am Tony Nunes. I am the host of this here podcast. And today we're talking Lord of the Rings and we're asking the question, are the Lord of the Rings films Christmas films, holiday films? How do they stack up? Should they be placed in that pantheon? That's a question we're going to answer today on Box Office Culture. Lord of the Rings, that's what we're talking about today, and my guest today is Lee Metzger, Lord of the Rings expert. No, but I am here. Hello. It's me, Lee, again. I'm back. I'm on the show. And he does know a, a little bit about Lord of the Rings. He's seen the movies. I have. I just recently, actually, over the past couple of months, I watched the extended versions for the first time, which I didn't realize I hadn't seen yet, but once I did, I figured that out so today we're, we're posing this question are lord of the rings the, the lord of the rings trilogy mm. can those classify as christmas movies holiday movies a holiday tradition of viewing pleasures um it might seem like a weird question to some people but this is something that is actually a tradition for many people to sit down and watch the entire lord of the rings trilogy during the holidays um, I've done it for years and I was really interested to find out that I'm not alone and there's actually a lot of people doing this and I, I, I thought about it and I wondered why is this a phenomenon that is kind of a, a Christmas holiday phenomenon or, uh, is it something else? So we're going to talk about that today and we're talking about that today because it is the holidays and we're launching a fellowship film festival here this week where we're showing all three original Lord of the Rings films, theatrical cuts, not those extended cuts that you just talked about, um, every week, starting tonight with Fellowship of the Ring. Every Thursday. Every Thursday for the next three weeks um, on the big screen, mm -hmm. which we'll talk about that and why that's kind of special too. But uh, to kind of lay the landscape here... Um, I wanted to start out quickly by talking about these Christmas movies or holiday movies that are not, that are outliers. They're not traditional holiday and Christmas movies like Die Hard. Yeah, the first one that comes to mind is Die Hard. Die Hard's the biggest one because uh, there's always been this argument, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Die Hard is considered a Christmas movie because it takes place around the holidays and it incorporates little Christmassy flares and decorations and things like that throughout the movie. Um, you know, it it kind of plays and has fun with the timing that the film is set. Well, should we talk about like what are the parameters of how a Christmas or a holiday movie is, is like what they have to play by, what the rules they have to play by? I think like is it merely like that if it takes place during the Christmas or the holiday season, does that constitute it? Just is that the only parameter it needs to I don't, fulfill? I mean, I don't think there are rules. And I think that's that's kind of part of the discussion too. Is mm. there are no rules? Um, ain't no rules. Ain't no rules. It and says, uh, movie. I won't do it. Don't it's do an it. Airbud. Uh, no. God. Airbud isn't there. There is a, a Christmas Airbud movie. There's, We're not talking about that today. Talk about Lord of the Rings. Santa Paws. Search for Santa Paws. Search for Santa Paws. Here we go. Do. Yes. Santa buddies. Okay. So anyway, 
Die Hard and movies like that are Christmas adjacent. Even Gremlins. You know, Gremlins is this really fun early 80s horror comedy from Joe Dante that is set at Christmas. But Christmas becomes part of the story and centerpiece. I I don't know. I, I guess the definition of a Christmas movie is 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 hard because if a movie is set during Christmas, is it there for a Christmas movie? That's the big question. Um, or Because if that's the only parameter, then it's a pretty quick conversation. It is. Or to be a Christmas movie, technically, does it have to be set around Christmas? And does the theme of the film have to center around the Christmas holiday mm-hmm. and season and spirit itself? Like the, spirit, the Grinch. Like the spirit. Like- does part of the plot have to revolve around finding the true meaning of Christmas? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, Christmas as a time, there's a lot of movies like this. Batman, uh, Batman Returns mm. is another one set during the holidays. Um, it's a fun one to watch around the holidays. The Hawkeye series, oh, uh, you good. know, on Disney Plus uh, set during the holidays. Um, so they're fun to watch. Die Hard is the same thing. It's fun to watch around the holidays and say it's a Christmas movie. Is it technically a Christmas movie? Let us know in the comments because there is no answer. And we're not, we're not setting out to answer that question. What we're setting out to answer today, though, is do the Lord of the Rings films fit into that very unspecific? Do they, do they satisfy some of the parameters? Yeah, the, the criteria of a holiday slash Christmas film. So we're going to go through some of those points. Great. Um, let's start out first by talking about why the month of December in particular is really good for a Lord of the Rings rewatch. Um, There's some history there, um, but there's also little flares in the story itself of Lord of the Rings that, you know, Tolkien put in there that, that makes it a good fit. But, but let's start out with timing. So these movies were all released around Christmas time theatrically. The first one in 2001, second one in 2002, third one in 2003. Um, but all in December. So I think historically, anybody who remembers going to the theater to see this, and it was a huge deal mm-hmm. because they're amazing movies and each one was more monumental and exciting than the next. And that monumental excitement happened around the holidays because these were released in December. So I think nostalgia wise, some people have this fondness and kind of uh, core memory association with Lord of the Rings and Christmas because of the times that they first saw these films in theaters. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a part of it. But that would mean, if, if that's a classification for what makes a holiday film, that would mean every single film ever released in the month of December is therefore a Christmas film. And we know that's not true. Napoleon. Napoleon. Great Christmas. That Christmas classic. Um, <laughs> But that, that's, so that's one part of the, the time timing element of this conversation. Yeah. Um, the timing of the film itself. In The Fellowship of the Rings, the characters set out from Rivendell on what Tolkien describes as a cold gray day near the end of December. I mean, that sounds like it's pretty close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So if the setting to start out this journey is that time of year, then maybe you could argue, yes, this is a film set around the Christmas time or the time where Christmas is. But 
this is a fantasy film. Mm-hmm. Does Christmas, the idea of Christmas as a holiday, even exist? Or are we crossing our fantasies here? Well, it does. In, in, uh, in Middle Earth, there's a holiday called the Yule, um, which obviously a lot of the lore, uh, the extended lore in uh, Middle Earth mythology is brought from Scandinavian history or European history. Um, and one of those things that was brought over was this idea of a holiday, an end-of-the-year holiday, um, and then in the world of Middle Earth, that is called the Yule, and there are similar traditions and stuff. It you know starts kind of the harvest is in the fall, and then into the colder months of the Yule. I've even read something that in an appendix that Tolkien wrote for this opening, leaving to go on this quest, um, he does say somewhere in an appendix, and I'm not a Tolkien scholar, mm-hmm. so I I don't know, I can't say for sure but he's he does say december 25th is the day mm-hmm. um i've read that somewhere um but it, i read it on the internet so you know take it with a grain of salt could have been on reddit who knows it could have been on reddit um but yeah i i think the timing of these films the time and the length the time of the films itself lend themselves nicely to the holiday season because we're all finding ourselves on holiday breaks from work mm-hmm Kids, if you have kids, are out of school. Um, you're looking th- for things to do, things to watch. And um, part of that tradition, you know, as we settle in and hibernate for the winter over the Christmas break, is, you know, putting these on, whether it's background while you're decorating your tree yep. or um, you're sitting down and just really delving into them and watching them. You can watch all three movies. Um, I think all three movies, theatrical release, are nine hours. Or you watch the extended cuts, like you said, and that, that's 12 hours mm-hmm. right there. Um, and, you know, it's hard to find that time throughout the year. I think there's something that's also happening in the background where the people who are in the ruling class of nerddom are in their 30s, their 40s, younger 50s. And those people are, are the people who hold the traditions now. It's their own traditions. So I was... 13 when return of the king came out you were probably i don't know 17 18 somewhere around there and people our age are now creating their own christmas um, and holiday traditions when all of these people are are home and i know that my parents when when we're all together will put on it's a wonderful life Mm -hmm. they'll put on white christmas they'll put on these these movies from days of yesteryear unquestionable Christmas classics because they are about the holiday of Christmas itself. Mm -hmm. And those were important to their parents to watch. And now, so when, when we are becoming this, the people who are creating the traditions for the next generation and and the children of our generation, it has become, these are the things that we attribute to the holiday season. There is this deep sense of nostalgia for people our age, people in their thirties, their forties, um, that maybe is deeper than other generations have had. I don't know why that phenomenon exists, but it does. So I do think that uh, finding those traditions, like you say, is is really important to people our age. And, and Lord of the Rings is the perfect one. And we all remember going to these packed theaters. Oh yeah. And you know the enthusiasm and excitement of every like you know it's almost like the Star Wars opening crawl. You know, Lord of the Rings 
trilogy, the original trilogy here that we're talking about is like the Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think those two trilogies of, of any film series are, in, in my opinion at least, kind of the most important, big, cultural. theatrical, cultural moments. Yeah. Um, and then Harry Potter, you can, you can add in there I mean, a little I, bit too as well. I can still remember... The be like the openings to all three of the Lord of the Rings trilogies, with the first one of the Galadriel telling a the um like retelling the story of the ring with Azildir and and um, Sauron, and then him like getting <laughs> shot off his horse and falling into the into the river, and then with two towers with Gandalf falling through the caverns oh. of Moria, and then into the into the lake, and then on the highest dungeon or in the highest tower in the lowest dungeon and then and, and return with Schmeagol like choking out his brother yeah like those are burned in the in the minds of of millennials that that opening scene too um in the return of the king which is the flashback scene to how Schmeagol becomes Gollum and mm-hmm. becomes obsessed with the ring and the ring's power um that is very much um within the spirit of some of the the Christmas movies we know, like The Grinch, which is about Christmas not being about, Mm. you can't buy Christmas at the store. It's about materialism and and all of that, um, you know, that doesn't come from a store mentality. Um, But, you know, if you're looking for a movie that's going to to talk about the downside of obsessing over material possessions, look no further than The Ring. Um, You know, The Grinch has this line, you're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. Mm. Uh, but the opening monologue from from Gollum crossing back and forth between the Smeagol Gollum role, which that scene too is is that's like mm. a masterful scene in Andy Serkis's performance is is kind of second to none there. Mm-hmm. But he, you know he's talking about losing himself um, and forgetting his own name and all of this to this power of this ring. So. You know, when you're looking at themes of Christmas movies, I mean, the 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 material possession and the obsession with materialism around the holidays as a theme, this one, I mean, it, it fits. Another check mark. Another check mark. Um, but I think I think for me, the timing thing, the the nostalgia of when this comes out is what makes it, what lends itself to to be a Christmas adjacent holiday adjacent tradition to watch these films but there's there's also the fact that that these movies star a great deal of elves Mm. there's so many elves no shelves there's there's lots of elves and elves are not the the small little people that are depicted in you know the 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 santa films and things like that you know those are the hobbits here Mm -hmm. um but there's also a a wise old jovial man with a white mm, beard interesting named gandalf mm-hmm. and you know gandalf is is kind of and he shows up the first time we see gandalf in the fellowship he's he has a wagon full of toys and firecrackers and the kids are delighted yep oh my god it's gandalf mm-hmm. and he only comes around very rarely but whenever he does he's met with joy exactly yep and jovial you know, receptions Mm-hmm. And he spends the entire film trying to make sure that this possession gets to its rightful place. 
like Santa does with all of his presents. Might be a, true. Might be a reach. That's a bit of a reach. A little bit of a reach. But uh, but, but you, you found it halfway through that <laughs> sentence. I did find it. <laughs> but I I think um you know there's little things like that you can joke and you can mm-hmm. be like there's elves there's a gray bearded man um you know all of these things make the Hobbit or not the Hobbit we're not talking about the Hobbit movies here and that's a future <laughs> discussion as well uh but the Lord of the Rings trilogy the original trilogy yeah um you could make little jokes like that and say this is why it's a a a Christmas movie or a holiday movie. But really, uh, I think deep down it's the nostalgia of when they came out. And it's, it's one of the best communal viewing experiences you can have with friends and loved ones to sit down and watch these films because they're long. Uh, they're really well made and it's a timeless story. And at its core and heart, it's a simple story, a simple moral tale. Um, and you know, really what's better than that at the holidays? I think, the thing that sets holiday movies apart is that it is a it is something that you want to share with the people that you love. So you put on thing you want to you want to enjoy experiences that remind you of your childhood and that you want to share with the people who are maybe going through their childhood. So it's these 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 like I I love putting on like Young Frankenstein or Airplane. You know, these movies that are important to me or Airbud, you know, no, all jokes aside, like putting on these movies that are nostalgic and they're close to your heart and they mean something to you. And, and here is a moment that is designed for families and designed for people like spending time with people who you love and who are closest to you. And I think that's what makes a holiday movie. And, it doesn't and, necessarily need to be need to take place during the holidays or no. even come out during the holidays, but it has to mean something to you. Yeah, it has to be full of human soul mm-hmm. and some magic as well, and a little bit of magic. I think a little bit of magic uh, goes a long way in these movies. So we want to know what you think. Mm-hmm. Do you think Lord of the Rings, the original trilogy, is a Christmas movie, a holiday movie? Does it fit? Uh, is it like Die Hard? Should this be a new Christmas tradition? We sure hope it is here, and uh, hopefully this is something we can do every year is, is show this this trilogy and have this discussion again and again and again. Well, the sold out, almost sold out uh, show tonight of The Fellowship of the Ring makes me think that it definitely is. Yeah. So let us know. Comment. Um, we, we would love to know what people think of this, or are we just crazy? I don't think we're crazy. Or we might be a little maybe all right thank you for listening to box office culture lee thank you for joining me again my pleasure my pleasure i'm not coming back box office culture is produced on the united theater podcast network it is produced and edited by mr lee metzger mm-hmm. and i am your host tony noons until next week bye Thanks for tuning in to the United Theatre Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. And if you could take a moment to leave a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. Your feedback helps us create content that you love. 
So hit that subscribe button and leave us a review, and we'll see you on the next episode.